This is the Ultimate Advisor Podcast, the podcast for financial advisors who want to create a thriving, successful, and scalable practice. Each week, we'll uncover the ways that you can improve your referrals, your team, your marketing, and your business operations, helping you to level up your advising practice, bring in more assets, and create the advising practice that you've dreamed of. You'll be joined by your hosts, Brian Sweet, who has more than half a billion dollars in assets under management, Brittany Anderson, the driving force for advisors looking to hire, improve their operations and company culture, and Dre Redfern, who can help you systematize and automate your practice's marketing to effortlessly attract new clients. So, what do you say? Let's jump into another amazing episode of The Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Hello, Brittany here, sharing with you one of my favorite Ultimate Advisor podcast episodes. I had to go back to episode 35, which was you versus them or you versus you. Now, if you know me at all, if you pay attention during the podcast, you know that I am a huge proponent, a huge advocate of only trying to be even better than you were yesterday of stopping the comparison game, of stopping looking at other people's perceived success and really just focusing on how you can be and do even better than you are right now. So go ahead and check out episode 35, one of my many favorites. The guys forced me to choose one, what can I say? So again, listen to episode 35 and think about how you can set some tangible mark as to how you can improve as a person, how you can improve in your business and how you can become even better than you were yesterday. Hello, and welcome back to your ultimate advisor podcast. This is Brittany Anderson, and I have with me Mr. Brian Sweet and Mr. Dre Redfern, and we are probably a little too excited to be talking about today's episode. And I know I say we're excited a lot, but it's true. These are all topics that we are so passionate about. So today we are going to talk about the whole concept of you versus them or you versus you. Now, if you tuned in last week, we ended the episode talking about how the act of comparison can completely rob you of joy. It can rob you of the major milestones that you accomplish and that you have worked so hard towards. Now, I wanted to share the example. I know we referenced Dan Sullivan with Strategic Coach quite a bit, but I can say that so many of his concepts have impacted our lives in really positive ways. And Dan, he talks about there's a concept called going into the gap. It's where essentially, uh, if, again, if you listen last week, Dre made a comment about focusing on the gains versus the pains. Well, the gap would be focusing on the pains. It's going into that space where you just can't help but draw your attention to all the things you suck at. <laughs> to put it completely bluntly, all the things that you just think you are not doing well enough, that your team isn't doing well enough, the goals that your business hasn't hit yet, and a major catalyst to this whole concept is when you start setting your targets and measuring against outside 
sources, measuring against other businesses that maybe at perception, at face value are similar to yours. So that is where this whole act of comparison can be really dangerous. Now, I want to I want to add this, and I'm doing this for Mr. Sweet because he and I have had so many conversations around this, is that the whole act of comparison, it doesn't mean that you can't have a competitive spirit still. A lot of advisors, you are in this role, you're, you're in some form a salesperson. You're in some form, and you may not be, when I say salesperson, I'm not talking about you're going door to door trying to shove vacuums down people's throats. You genuinely want to help people but you're, you're in sales of some sort. That's how you grow your business. That's how you pay your employees more. You are after that proverbial chase and it's exciting. So it's okay to have a competitive spirit, but what's not okay is when you start putting your, yourself into a negative mindset because you are too focused on what other people are doing when in reality, you should just be looking at, okay, this is where I ended at last year, last quarter, last month, last week. I just want to be even better than that. I want to figure out a way how to do business the way that I want. That's why a huge, I guess, well, let's just call it a tagline, a mantra. I don't know what else to call it, but a huge proponent that we talk about in our ultimate advisor mastermind is how we believe that every advisor has the right to create their own definition of success. It's not what Bill or Susie or Tom's definition of success is and how you can measure against that. It's what yours is. So that's why this topic today is so important. I, I recommend you listen to this. We're not even done yet. And you need to listen to it a few times because it's just going to be that good. <laughs> so Dre, I want to throw it over to you because I think that you have an interesting tie-in of how you can use this whole act of not comparing to others in marketing and how it can actually help you grow your business. So I started out in business trying to compare myself to everybody, which was a awful idea. Uh, just absolutely, I could have I could have bought back so many probably years uh, if I didn't do it that way. But I came from this idea of only com you know comparing against yourself. So I was in the cycling world trying to make the Olympic development team for many years, and at that point in time, you're always trying to better yourself by one percent or a tenth of one percent, and just really trying to make yourself better or compete against the clock and your own PRs or your personal records, and. I was so used to competing against myself, but there's some something that happens in the world of business where you immediately see the numbers that other people are putting up on the scoreboard or the someone else who's talking about how this amazing strategy made them X, Y, Z millions of dollars at some you know seminar or something that you went to. And the problem is, is that we as humans want to just like, we want to just naturally compare ourselves to that person. We want to measure the gap and not the game. And as a result of that, it creates oftentimes more stagnation than anything. And so and I'll give you a couple of examples, both on, on both sides of this that I've, I've experienced in, in, our, in, in our business. So we had uh, a, a, we worked with an Instagram, I hate even, to even use the word influencer, but that's how this person referred themselves as. And they had 3.1 million followers on Instagram. Now, we helped them build out some marketing and some automation and all of these sorts of things. However, when it came down to the end of it, they could only get 3,000 people to click to visit this page. Now, just think about that. 
That is like one-tenth of 1% 1 of people who, who actually took any sort of action to even go look at anything. So on paper, we, you know, if you were to look at the very, very, much, very much a millennial statistic of the followers on Instagram, well, it doesn't really mean anything because the people don't actually follow and like take the next step with that person. They have very little assets or very little uh, you know, inspiring content that, that, that compels someone to take the next step. But it looks like a giant billboard that everybody wants to have because you're comparing you to them. When at the end of the day, I could probably send an email and get exponentially more impact to like our audience or audiences than this person could with 3 million followers. So that's comparing you versus someone else. When it doesn't, you, you don't always know the backstory. But let me give you another side of that been doing marketing and automations and all of these things for a while now. And literally just last month, I helped create what I thought was my like piece de resistance, like the best webinar that I had ever created in my entire life, bar none. This thing was going to make so much money for, uh, you know, for us, because we do a rev share on it, but our client, it was going to be amazing. And um, it bombed worse than anything that I had ever done ever. It was the complete opposite. It was like, like the antithesis of what I had expected or what I had hoped for. But I'm so glad that it happened because I'm comparing myself to myself here. So I know the things that we can create and what the, some of the results they could do. So I was comparing myself to my previous results. Now, there was other things that I probably wanted to fix and that could have been even better. However, there's this quote from Dan Sullivan to reference him again, is that 80% gets results and 100% is still thinking about it. The reality is, is that even though I, I thought it was the best thing ever, I knew it could still be tweaked. However, we put it out there. I'm so glad that I did because I'm so glad it's out there and it bombed because I immediately knew what we then needed to change. Whereas someone else who maybe consistently tried to tweak it a little bit more, maybe uh, let's add this or let's do that or maybe some other tweak, they're still going to be thinking about that stuff. I already know it's going to be fixed. I already know what's going out again next week or week after next. I already know it will do significantly better than it did last time. Will it be the piece de resistance that I wanted it to be the first time around? I don't know. Only time will tell. But it's a good example of, you know what, I'm comparing myself to myself and I know what I'm capable of, but I'm also not getting emotionally tied to the outcome. Hey, Brittany here, stopping and pausing for a moment to talk about something that we've had so many of you inquire about, and that is our ultimate advisor mastermind. Now I'm going to start by saying, if you are not a growth minded individual, if you are not somebody who's focused on taking your business to the next level, if you're not focused on engaging your team and helping them to help you in turn level up the business, the service model, how you provide that wow experience to clients. If those things are not your focus, just fast forward right now <laughs> because the ultimate advisor mastermind would not then be for you. However, if you are looking to take your business to the next level, if you want to experience exponential growth and feel supported along the way, if you want to start working smarter and not harder, if you want to help your team members to work within the God-given talents that they were provided and use those skill sets in a way they haven't yet to help support you in your business, to help them realize their biggest goals, their biggest dreams. 
If you want creative approaches to marketing, I know that can be a, an intimidating word, but we're not talking here about the fancy Facebook stuff or you know the, the latest and greatest, but rather looking at how you can market what you do, how you can express how you're different and how you can truly differentiate yourselves in a crowded market space. If those are problems you're looking to solve, then you absolutely wanna go check out ultimateadvisormastermind.com to learn more about how we can help you on your path and journey to growth. Dan also says that perfectionism is cowardice and the enemy to growth. And as a result of that, you know, you want to compete against yourself. So me going back to my old cycling days, I want to compete to get a lower time on that clock. I want to compete to go more in a time trial than I could the time before as far as distance is concerned. And when you, when you take it that, through that sort of lens and you realize that a painting is never finished, it just pauses in interesting places. I wish I could attribute that quote. I don't know who, I can't remember who said that. It really gives a very different perspective as far as what you can do to compete against yourself and improve on certain things and put things out there and make changes and start making decisions in your business to compete against yourself. And I recognize, and you know, I'll, I'll, and then I'll wrap up my section here is that these things can be scary is that we are told in school that when you color outside the lines, you get penalized because that's not okay. And in the compliance world, you got to abide by all of the, you've got to fit all the things in the, in the little boxes and that's okay. But, you know, putting something out there, whether it's a marketing, obviously abide by all the compliance and the regulatory things. So I'm not saying you break any laws or regulations, but I'm saying is like, Start putting things out there. Start competing against your own stuff, whether it's an ad, whether you're trying to improve your live seminars or whether you're trying to increase your leads, whatever it is, start changing it and your, your mindset to compete against yourself and not necessarily look at everybody else and just do it. 80% is better than 100% and that may take some courage. And there's, a, there's an interesting uh, stat from Darren Hardy, which I know Brittany and Brian both love Darren Hardy. You only have to be courageous 99.9305556% of a day, and that is only 20 seconds. In most instances, you only have to be courageous. You only have to make a decision, and it's 20 seconds, and then it's over with. So whether that's getting up and getting out of bed, or whether that's saying yes to some campaign or some new lead strategy or hiring a team, whatever it is, if you can get over those first 20 seconds, you can make that decision. It makes it a lot easier to compete against yourself, change your frame of reference and your, your frame of sort of decision-making there, and then really take the, the whole thing to the next level. So that being said, Brian, I want to hand it off to you on how sometimes this uh, – this idea or the philosophy of this could actually be a challenge when it comes to, to being, uh, being competitive in, you know, in, in business, I suppose. Dre, that was uh, exceptional. I, and I couldn't agree more with everything that you said. I, I think the um, alluding to what Brittany started out the podcast with, I think the concept of gap was probably written about me. And uh, I've been exceptionally guilty of that over the years, and if you don't believe me, just ask Brittany. And to, to be 100% honest, it is a really a terrible thing. It is hard on yourself, and you, uh, it, it doesn't do you any, any good. But we are naturally competitive, and we do want to do good against others. 
But I, I will tell you, we've been spending an awful lot of time, and Brittany's been very helpful to help me recognize that that's not a healthy thing. And uh, we've been making some amazing improvements. And one of the things that I will tell you is, you know, we do compare to others and we love to learn new ideas and learn great things from other people. But when it comes to success and what success means to you, you really have to use your own definition. And if you're not, you're always living somebody else's life. And you're really meant to build your own dream life, not somebody else's. And so I will tell you, you know, we're not perfect yet, but the more I can focus on how are we doing relative to us and what we want to accomplish at Sweet Financial or Ultimate Advisor Coaching, I'm having one heck of a lot more fun when I focus on that. Because all I'm doing is competing against the best me and not anybody else. And the end of the year just used to be horrifying for me. And I would worry and fret and how are we going to do better and look at what we didn't do compared to Johnny Jones and gee, he uh, beat us here. And, and now I can't say it doesn't matter, but it matters a whole lot less and I'm having a whole lot more fun. So take that really seriously because it can really ruin you as a person, as an advisor. And I will tell you, if I could change one thing, I would have liked to have gotten better at not falling in the gap years ago. And uh, to the credit of Brittany, who's on me all the time on this, I am getting better slowly but surely. So with that, Brittany, I'll turn it back over to you and and uh, be prepared to hear your comments. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to mute myself because I kept chuckling. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's just a testament that you can teach an old dog new tricks. Oh, wait. <laughs> So, you know, I think there's something interesting here. You both really alluded to this is that there are advisors out there. There are a lot of advisors out there who are incredibly successful. But if you don't peel back the curtain and actually exist in their life, what's the old saying, like walk a mile in their shoes, you actually don't know what they're having to do to generate that success and if they're really happy doing it. I mean, you think about there are advisors out there who they want to work, you know, 18 crazy 20 hours a day. They don't want to sleep. They just want to go, go, go a hundred miles an hour. And that's just how they live life. And that's okay because they enjoy it that way. Then there are others who I think maybe more can relate to. Like you look at Brian, he's a great testament to this. He has figured out a way to build multiple successful businesses and take 16 weeks off every year. That is pretty nice. <laughs> when you look at from a business owner perspective, that's a testament to all that he has done to put the right people, the right systems in place to allow that freedom. But for some, they don't want to do that. They don't like travel. They don't whatever. So again, you just have to decide what you want. And then that's what you measure against. There's a piece of advice that I recently heard 
that was given to a friend of mine that just, it was one of those kind of knock you, uh, knock the breath out of you, knock the wind out of you kind of moments. And it was talking about how, you know, when you have a bad time, when you, when you're maybe in the gap because you're not hitting a specific target, things are rough in your business and you just feel like, you know what, maybe what I should do is just close up shop and go sit on a beach somewhere because I just can't take it anymore. (laughs) In those moments, the comment was made from this person business coach, the lady said, hold the vision, not the circumstance. Think about that. Hold the vision, not the circumstance. We have talked in multiple previous episodes about the importance of creating a vision that is so powerful, that is so meaningful to you that none of the noise outside of it actually matters. That type of statement and living by that is what is going to keep you out of the gap that we just talked about. That's what's going to help you not fall victim to the act of comparison because you're holding on to your vision. There's going to be bumpy roads. There's going to be moments in time where you're like, I can't handle one more negative ounce of information or my brain's going to explode. But if you hold on to that vision, not that individual circumstance, that is what is going to get you through. So before I round this out with a few key action items, Brian, Dre, any last shares that you would like to provide our wonderful listeners? I would say that it, it, uh, it takes time. These sorts of things don't happen immediately in making that change. But as long as you sort of, again, to say the quote again, measure the gain, not the gap, it's a wonderful way that you can really uh, reframe the way that you measure yourself, your own success, and the way in which you compare to you, compare yourself to others, which is not always a great thing, uh, as some of the examples that I shared. So it took me a couple of years and a couple of my mentors beating it into me. But I will say that it, uh, it has made me a much happier person. And it really changed a lot of perspective as far as how I plan on growing my own business and, and operating even in my, my own family life. So I, I can't, I, I can't, uh, I can't recommend it enough. And Brittany, you had mentioned, you know, creating your own vision, which is interesting because that's going to be the topic of our our next podcast. But I, I would tell you that once you create the vision, it's much, much easier not to compare yourself to others. So that is a critical part. And we'll talk about that in the next podcast. So, so good. Such good stuff. So three key things that you could implement as a listener immediately is number one, like Dre said, start putting stuff out there. Don't fall into the trap of the 100% rule, right? You don't need to get something to 100%. Just get it 80% of the way there. Because you know what? Your audience, your clients, your team, whatever it is, they don't know what 100% looks like. They don't know what your full intention was. So your 80% could be their 120%. They might look at that and be like, wow, this person has it figured out. So just start putting things out there. Dre mentioned in the last couple episodes about taking just a singular action. What that means is just committing to one key thing that can help you move the needle forward in your business and putting that into play. So do that, put stuff out there and don't be afraid of taking that action. 
The second takeaway, it ties back. If you are one of those that has struggled, like all of us have at some point in time with that act of comparison, put simple tools or simple things in place in your business that can help you avoid that. Maybe that is something of, of creating that vision and measuring everything against it. Having some sort of a tool that will help you make decisions faster because all that you're comparing against is to where you were again last year, last quarter, last month, whatever the case is, whatever the time frame is. But putting those key things in place to help you avoid it, it goes back to changing your environment. Just like we talked about in the last episode, if you're one that typically does fall into that comparison trap, then do things or put things in your environment that are going to help you avoid it. And finally, going back, I, I pulled who actually said this to give them credit because I think it's powerful. It was Mary Morrissey. She said, hold the vision, not the circumstance. So, so important. And as Brian mentioned, that actually leads us into next week's podcast episode where we are going to go a little bit deeper on that whole topic. That rounds out this episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. We will see you back here once again next week. Hey there, Brittany Anderson here. If you are loving what you're hearing on our Ultimate Advisor Podcast, don't keep us a secret. Share us with other advisors that you think would benefit from the messages that you are hearing. The easiest way to do that is to simply send them to ultimateadvisorpodcast.com. And if you want to learn a few other ways that we could potentially serve you as an advisor, go check out ultimateadvisormastermind.com. As always, we are so happy to have you here with us as part of the Ultimate Advisor community, and we look forward to a continued relationship.